How are you now, Shane and Robbie, with you? It's the last hour of the show. We've been talking about messages coming in in regards to it, and it all seems to be pointing to people saying it's absolutely shambolic, the decision. I haven't seen a positive argument for it as of yet. We'll get into what we are talking about, but I'm delighted to be joined on the line by a Carlow man, Peter Fortune, who captains St. Feckins up in Loud. They're out today against League Slip. It uh, wasn't to be today, unfortunately, for you, Peter. How are you doing, sir? Thanks. First of all, thanks very much, lads, uh, for having me on and, and giving me the opportunity to speak on behalf of the five counties that are impacted by this, what we see as horrendous proposal. But yeah, no, unfortunately today, we just came up short by two points there against a, a very good um, leechless side there. But again, I suppose, looking at it from a positive standpoint, we even see that as... Our club here, St. Feckins and Loud, putting it up to, you know, a very big area like League Slip mm. in, in a strong hurling county like Kildare just shows the great work and, you know, what's being done here in our counties, in these five counties. You know, and there's stories like that in every one of these five counties. And I suppose that's what we want to bring to light today. Just to bring people up to date on it once again, so the GEA Central Competitions Control Committee is recommending that any county with fewer than five adult hurling teams should compete in the fifth-tier Lorimar Cup only from 2025. So that would see them dropping out of the likes of uh, Division 3A, Division 3B. Now, the only team that this would affect as of now, I believe, is Louth. But it would see Cavan, Fermanagh, Leitrim and Longford um, also in included in that with Lowe's kind of dropping down further down the divisions and stuff. So the general consensus seems to be from the whole GEA community that this is a kind of a, a shambolic decision. Where is it being pushed from, Peter? Yeah, well, look, I suppose that's that's the real question here because, um, you know, I suppose the first thing I'd like to highlight is that there was no player consultation on this whatsoever. And the first that we heard of this was there was an article, which I'm sure everyone has seen and read by now who, who, who knows about this situation, was sent into players' groups of all five of the counties. And pretty much since then, there hasn't been much communication coming anyway, except from myself and four of the other lead GPA reps who got into a WhatsApp group as soon as the news broke. Barred a little bit of hunting and questions we've got the opportunity to ask, there hasn't been an awful lot of information sent back our way in relation to where this has came from, whose idea this even is, what the plan would be if something like this was put in place. You know, it's been it's been a, pretty much a whirlwind couple of days for us. But again, I'd like to re- reiterate that to the to the people listening here today that you know there's absolutely no player input on this whatsoever for a decision that would you know greatly impact these players who give so much of their lives dedicate so much of their time to this game and I, I know there's plenty of great GA people down there and sports people in Kilkenny and Carlo who will hear this today you know and be very shocked to think that you know our governing bodies could really you know put put together such a proposal it it is um we we do need to address the reason why they they seem to be putting towards this proposal, and that's because of they're trying to think it's going to positively affect clubs within the areas. So we've seen different counties drop 
from say eight sides to three. Uh, um, Laos have Knockbridge well, just, and just Sef- really quickly come in there. Yeah, I'd just like to correct that point because um, even and and this is what's so infuriating. Even that figure is wrong. There, there was never a stage where there was eight clubs in Loud. Right. Um, I want so you know and like. That's what's really hurtful here. Even like the, the effort to get something like that right is, you know, not that difficult in our view. Like, and I, I just know, see, as the same others, man, I, I'm in Loud now, playing here five years, and a couple of the the ex Loud players and people who've given a lot of time to Loud GA and hurling capacity have just asked me to rectify that that comment when given the opportunity. So just to, sorry to cut across you, but just to to correct that. No, not at all. This is uh, what has been given um, and passed down. They said that the likes of Loud did have eight um, back in, what, 2008. It's dropped down to three. Leitrim had five that dropped down to two and going on and on between the other three counties that stated. So their reasoning, they think, is that it's going to positively affect the club game within those counties, um, withdrawing the inter-county teams from three months of uh, participation. And that's their reasoning. And... What way has that been communicated to you in how that is going to work? Well, I suppose um, the the stance that, and again, I suppose everything that I'm saying here today has been discussed with all five of the lead GPA reps mm. in in our county. So we're all behind these statements that I'm going to try and articulate to the people of Carlow and Kilkenny today. But like we see this as a cost-cutting exercise dressed up as something else. Um, counties are being asked to accept a policy here to, to withdraw us from the National Hurling League and to put us into the Lowry Mar competition. And I'd like to stress, with no opportunity of promotion from that competition either, uh, with no concrete plan on how the money saved will be spent. So again, if there is this plan out here, we'd love to see it, but nothing has been given to us to say, if this was to happen, these are the steps that we would take to try and develop hurling in these areas. You know, progression steps. This is how the money could be used. Suggestions. This person is going to come into your county and help to use this money. And I think, as all GA people know, money is the the big driving factor in a lot of these decisions when it gets to, to, to these boards and things like that. But until that's put in front of us, can't see how how this could ever be suggested as a proposal that would help hurling grow in these areas. You know, if anything, we kind of view this in all five of the counties that this actually punishes the players and clubs who've been keeping hurling alive, and it doesn't encourage more players or clubs to get involved. As an intercounty hurler, um, I grew up playing for Carlo from under 14s as far as under 21s. And the whole idea in my mind of, of trying to play your trade at inter-county level is to see how high you can get to and, and challenge yourself against the very best teams that you can reach. Now, for some of these counties, that's not going to be Lee McCarthy level. You know, we're not going to reach the level of challenge in a Kilkenny or a Galway or a Limerick. But what we would be looking up the up the hurling pyramid and saying, well, we're in Nicky Rackard level at the minute allowed and we've retained that last year, and we'd love a crack at Nicky Rackard again next year to see, Joe, could we win a Nicky Rackard in Loud over the next couple of years and try and challenge ourselves to get to Christy Ring level? That, that's the goal, and that, that's, I suppose that's the, the aspiration of all hurlers who put on their county jerseys, or football players, or camogie players, 
or um, ladies football players. That's what the GA is built on, is challenge yourself to be the best version of yourself and the best player you can be. And this proposal here just stops and limits that. However, and on that point as well, we are constantly fighting battles in these counties. As, as everyone from the outside probably sees, our counties are predominantly football-based counties and the number of clubs in comparison to our hurling clubs is obviously... There's a good discrepancy there. However, have players who are dual players who give just as much time to hurling as they do football. I know in my own club, St. Feckins, we have many dual players. We have a fellow who hurls today, Paul Matthews, who's a part of the senior inter-county set-up in Loud and playing at a very high level. And, you know, we just see this, that if, if lads like Paul get the opportunity to play hurling and show young players that actually, you know, I can do both. Like, for example, in St. Feckins, we have four people who have been playing senior football for their club who have won a national title in Croke Park representing the loud hurlers. To be able to turn around to a, 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 young, a young man who maybe be pressured to play more football than hurling and say, there's one of your senior club mates and he's playing in Croke Park, lifting a trophy for Loud. To me, I, I don't think there's any better promotion or be, anything better for hurling development than that. Um, so we just see this as, you know, if you chop off the head, the body's going to fall. And we think that if this decision gets passed, it's going to kill hurling in these counties. Well, you look at the the Joe McDonough Cup success to, in 2018 of the Carlo Senior Hurlers and you look at the positive stuff that came from that, obviously, Burn Rangers with their hurling team. Then you have Kildavin Clunny-Gall coming back after 15 years. They made it into a provincial championship after winning junior as well. So you can kind of see that. And, and to be fair, Carlo aren't far off the parameters of what would make it uh, ineligible for a league as well, but only six um senior teams as well but you can see the positive um, positive impact that they've had on the hurling landscape within the county through success in the Joe Mack and, and representing their county Yeah 100% and look I'm sure if you talk to a lot of uh, hurling men from Carlo myself included a lot of people will trace that back to the clubs being allowed into the Kilkenny League mm. and the exposure that those teams got and those players got are playing at a higher level. And look, let's let's be honest. Everyone knows that the best way to develop something is to get out there and play it as much as you can. And I know for a fact from playing with St Mullins, without that Kilkenny League earlier in the year, we would have struggled to get, you know, high quality challenge matches to get ourselves ready for a championship and this is no different if we don't have a competitive league to prepare for a Lowry Mar championship number one we're going to have players off playing football with their clubs which they'd be 100% entitled to do and I'm not telling anyone to not play football but during the league we normally have those dual players because you know they've bought into something they're involved in that and they care about it if they go back to those football clubs and, and, they're, and they're playing away with their senior team and maybe they make the senior team or their intermediate team or whatever level they're playing football at and then come March, April, June we're saying right now the Lowry Mar is back on you know come back in and play Hurling you, everyone knows that there's going to be drop-offs from those panels and already fighting the battle to try and get these lads in to play Hurling and, and, and keep it going so you know, without this competitive league, without the National Hurling League, 
I can't see how we could ever be expected to to compete in a in a proper championship like the Larry Mar. And and really, what we feel like is, as all five of the counties, that the lower tier is being cut off and left in limbo. And it's basically what well, we feel that it's basically saying, look, those lower tier games mean absolutely nothing to us. What's your plan of attack here then, Peter? What sort of support do you need internally in Loughton in these counties and externally? And how are you going to go about trying to overturn this decision, if at all possible? Well, I suppose um, the first thing that we did was I got in contact with all the other reps from these counties because, as, as we all know, a united stance is, is stronger than you know one county trying to do it. And I think the biggest thing... To, to come out with is that you know all five of the players from these county panels are all in close contact at the minute and we're also in contact with the GPA who are backing these players and saying we will stand behind you in this situation um, you know I haven't had one player from any panel at the minute I, I, and I was listening to you introducing the topic there and saying how you know you haven't received one text message today of you know a positive spin on it or anything you know there hasn't been one player that has reached out and said that they they can see some some kind of benefit out of this and you know I suppose what we're trying to do is to get them as much exposure to this as we can because um, this is going to a vote and you know unfortunately there's going to be a lot of counties voting on a decision that's only going to impact five counties at the minute um, so you know, like we would be really, you know, we've had some, you know, high high level names like uh, Martin Fogarty was on the Hour Game podcast with me the other day and scored incredibly yeah. well against this proposal. And I, 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 you know, I I've had exposure with working with Martin when I was younger, and and he was coming around and helping out in Carlo and things like that. And Joe, I, I have incredible respect for that man. Cheddar Plunkett spoke out about it on the smaller fish. Brian Carroll was on Saturday Sport with me there speaking about it. And, you know, we even had current player there, Connor Whelan, today, who I'm sure all the players in, in the counties affected by this proposal look up to. And, you know, I know he, he's now a similar age, but, um, you know, he's a player I really look up to and idolise for, you know, the way he applies himself in the game. And to have him lending a hand to this situation is, you know, is... Um, really important but I would while while they're all great and and again it means so much to the players of these counties I'd urge anyone the hurling community or GA community or sporting community as a whole to try and lend your support to this because this is not just an attack on on these five counties but this is an attack on what we what the GA are viewing as the weaker areas in regards to Ireland and we also feel is this opens the door to as you mentioned when actually when I moved from Carlo to Loud uh, the year last year we won the senior championship in Carlo and there was only four senior teams competing at that time and this opens the door for counties all over Ireland that maybe are more football orientated to say well how about we push it to six how about we push it to seven and and what what we see is happening is that you know eventually Hurling is going to die in many of these counties and especially ours because you know we are fighting this tooth and nail at the minute and all we can ask from anyone who might hear this this interview is to just please lend your support you know if you're if there's a Kilkenny hurler there, or a Camogie player, or ladies footballer, or Carlo, 
camogie player, hurler, or footballer that hears this today to try and, and put this word out of how bad this is and you know, we're really asking asking the sport and people of Ireland to kind of just get behind us now and, and really support us against this because, you know, to be honest, we're we're really hurt and we're really, it was a real big sucker punch. Like, even the timing of this, this was supposed to be a period of time now where we're getting back with our, our counties collectively planned for 2024 and to lay out targets you know, of what we want to achieve. How can we as a county go out and try and plan for 2024 when the possibility of 2025 might not even be there? We were speaking to Lynn Griffin, uh, I'd say it was about a year ago now, and he kind of foresaw all of this when he stated that um, hurling is outside the top 10 play sports within Ireland, and that's a result of a Sheffield Hallam University um study and we're kind of insular in the fact that we're based around Kilkenny and Carlow and we're always surrounded by it but you never kind of seem to think that hurling doesn't happen in other places so when you're considering that and from your perspective being allowed what is the playing pool of players that can be picked from and can be eligible to play for loud at an inter-county setup and how can it be improved yeah well look um as you said there, I I came from an, an area St Mullins where when you when you're four you're sent to Bahana and you start you start training with St Mullins and that and you never look back you know and uh, that's that's my my birth in in GA and Ireland and and it's one of the best things I ever ever did. It's given me so much as a sport and. I hope it will continue to give me so much as a sport. But I suppose, look, as again, I can only really speak from a loud perspective on this. Mm. Um, I can't really speak on the player pools from, from all the other counties. But uh, at the minute in Loud, we have three senior clubs. Um, however, our three senior clubs, are it's a highly competitive championship. Uh, for example, we won the championship uh, this year. Um, in our first round game, Nave Manina actually defeated us in the first round. Uh, we went on then to beat Knockbridge by eight points in our next game, which put us into a final. And then Knockbridge went on to defeat Menina, but didn't defeat them by enough to, to gain a, a final place. So in the same year, all every team basically took a took a result off off each other. Like so, you know, while while we have a very small player pool here, it's it, it's a highly competitive thing and. And I think, you know, as you've mentioned there, the people of Kilkenny and Carlow, they're very passionate about the hurling. They love the hurling. But it's no different up here. Honestly, the, the people who are involved in these clubs, you know, you're talking about panels of, of probably 30 for, for each club of the three clubs. So you're talking about, you know, 90 senior hurlers there to, to pick from. And in one way, it sounds like a small figure. But another way, as a panel with Loud in the last few years, We've managed to win the Lowry Mar twice. One year we were unfortunately we couldn't get promoted due to COVID. Um, we got out, we won Division Three B, and we've retained Three A status since then. Last year we we retained Nicky Rackard status as well. So you know, like for for our player pools, you know we are do we're fighting incredibly well and and we're doing incredibly well at our level. And I go back to that point of you know. 
Inter county player, all you want to do is challenge yourself to get to that next level, and and that's what we've been doing as a panel with Loud. Now again, we would be using the the parent rule that I know is being quoted in this proposal, and you know we would have players coming in uh, and being involved in in our in our inter county panels. We had a fella coming Shaw last year from Swords background from Dundalk and, and he brought an awful lot to the panel last year and, and and things like that but like there are plenty of young hurlers coming through in these clubs that you know are just just about to break into that age where they, they'd probably be fancying their chances of, of trying their hand at inter-county hurling and if this is passed it's going to take that chance off these hurlers before they even get there and to mention as well, there's many men. There's I could I could name again only from a loud perspective. I could name many men who have given 15 plus years of service to loud to have it where it is today. And again, on the flip side, to take that all that work from them and to say it's absolutely nothing. That that's what we feel is being said by this proposal. Um, is there any pressure on say just clubs that are going in on one code to become dual dual uh, dual player or a, a, a dual club like you know you you, you have Cooley Kickhams they're just a Gaelic football club and like I there's what how many teams 12 in the in the club football ranks in Louth so is there any pressure on those clubs to facilitate hurling um, I suppose Really, it would have to start from the ground up. Um, we have a, a club mate and myself here at the minute, um, Paddy Lynch. And again, I just just to highlight, you won't find a more passionate hurling man. Now, he has a Limerick background, so maybe you won't like to hear that. But, <laughs> um, he, you won't find a more passionate hurling man uh, in the country. And he's a GDA in Loud at the minute solely for hurling. And he's, he's going around to schools and he's starting to get an interest in this. I suppose one of the biggest things is um, in, in where currently where I'm living in Drada, there was a club, um, Wolfstones, who, who sadly are, are not going at the minute anymore. And Pierce Oak would have been another club based up around the Dunlock area that uh, is no longer playing. And I know Kevin's, uh, St. Kevin's were, were playing. They would be a dual club. Um, they came back actually a couple of years ago and we were back to four teams but again I suppose they were thrown in the senior championship in their first year back and I think that's the issue is that any team that's going to join now is joining what I've mentioned as a very competitive championship so they were almost lambs to the slaughter when really they needed to be kind of nurtured whereas I suppose you've mentioned Burn Rangers there and I think they're one of the best case studies to look at um, in regards to this um, and again, you you talked about the the success of the senior Carlo team, and I think I know this year was the first time a Burn Rangers player was you know a member of the of the yeah. senior uh, Carlo panel. Like for for them to be able to celebrate that success and bring that back to the young lads and say, look, here's the Joe McDonough Cup. This is this is um, a player from our own club, our own area, an area that was probably told we'll never have a successful hurling team. To do that, and then to see them go on and win a minor A championship in Carlo this year, like personally, even like in St Mullins, we've only two minor A championships. Uh, I was fortunate enough to win one myself with 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 uh, my age group. But you know, for them to be able to do that against a club like Mount Leinster Rangers, who have huge respect for and are an incredible club, like that's shown 
what can be done. But again, I'm sure if you talk to those Burn Rangers people who are in the background there, they put years and years and years of service into into getting that there. So for for the for the um requirement to be five senior clubs to get out of this competition about the playing career of an of a, of a senior player. No, you could be talking here about 10, 15 years to get to a, a stage where a senior club can be established that's able to compete at that level. If we have a young hurler that's maybe playing football as well, let's say he's 18, 19, 20, and he, this decision is put through, that's the end really of him to challenge himself to get to the highest level as an inter-county hurler because that's what it's going to take. It's going to take that much time and the volunteers, I suppose that's the biggest thing I, that personally when I look at this is the players that are currently playing for these counties, we are the future coaches. We are the future managers. We are the future volunteers. You know, we're the people in these areas who love this game so much that we're going to fight against this and we're going to stay involved as much as we can. And I highlight Paddy there again, you know, the work he does around the county, not just in our own club, St. Feckins, which would be easy to do, but he's up and he's supporting all areas that have an interest in hurling. It happens. You're going to kill the motivation for these people to keep hurling going in these areas because, again, it's just another put down, another slap in the face and another sign of disrespect. Well, look, we could talk about it uh for for the rest of the night but I really appreciate you taking the chance to sp- uh, speak with us there today I'm sure that we're going to be in touch no matter what the decision is but Peter you can tell that you're very passionate about the issue and for your own sake and for the sake of the hurlers and loud and the rest of the counties that are involved you get what you're looking for yeah well look again I just I, I'd really like to thank you for the opportunity to to talk about this here today and I just really encourage you know if there's anyone at all there GA people sports people that hear this today that you know do make your voice heard on this decision and it's been again I can't thank the people who've stood up for us already because you know we only have a small voice here we can only do so much someone like like a Connor Whelan today putting out that tweet that's going to do so much for this cause to have someone like that in the game so well respected speaking on our behalf, you know, again, I, I can't commend them enough for that. So again, I just really urge and encourage anyone listening to this today, you know, don't think that it's not big enough to lend something to this to try and help us save hurling in our counties. Peter, it's a joy talking to you and thanks very much for speaking with us today on Scoreline. No worries. Thanks very much, lads. Peter Fortune, former St. Mullins man. He's a St. Feckins captain and he's speaking very passionately in regards to this new proposal that will see five GEA counties not participating in the league. Let us know your thoughts on 083 306 9696.